Hey everybody, my name is Metal Music Man. And I'm Professor Lex. And this is episode... 31. 32? 30, oh, fuck. 30, 32? I, I'll never pull this up to know right away. We have You'd, to always be... I think you did that 32. Once. 32, damn. 30? I am behind the times. Episode 32. Officially. Of the Metal and Lex podcast. We both knew that. We were doing a bit. We knew right away. Yeah, yep. it was a it was a funny, <laughs> funny comedy bit that we prepared yes. ahead of time. We, we practiced. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lots, of, lots of practice. <laughs> See, episode 32, crazy. You can, like, I don't know, divide that by six or something. You can't. Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah, or so I hear. So no. the so the mathematicians tell me. They, no one with sixteen. Is that the number you're thinking of? You could divide it by sixteen, but not. I still have my headphones on. Six. I just had the thought: Why am I having a hard time yeah. hearing? Alex <laughs> He's so speak? quiet. He's so much quieter than usual. The answer is because I still had my headphones on while I was doing sound check stuff. So anyway, uh, yeah, we we uh, as as we have often done lately, uh, we just made two pizzas. They were, uh, they Delightful. were some pizzas, you Dude, guys. They were, they were a whole, they were pizza with a capital P. Capital P and like one of the Z's was it, capital. Oh yeah. Like just for the, style. The for second little, one probably. Little flair. Yeah. Little pizzazz. So, so I, uh, because you guys are obviously very interested to know, uh, I did a half bread flour, half semolina blend uh, for this pizza dough and it came out very chewy, very, very thick compared to some of the, uh, the lower gluten uh, mixes that I've done in the past. And uh, uh, Will, of course, he he made a, uh, a sauce. He doctored a marinara. I do doctor some sauces. Um, I, I it was just a marinara, but I, I I put some peppers in that Alex had some 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 Poblano? conglomerate peppers, various co-op peppers, <laughs> assorted. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It was you know it was whatever. It was a little, little doctoring. It was fun, and a uh, little little ancho chili powder. But uh, I don't know, man. Like the pizza also had. You were saying it was chewy, but it also was like. Super crunch crust on the very bottom. Yeah, yeah. If you guys, if you guys aren't the hungry right now, you're about to be. Dude, yeah. this pizza. Anyway, check check Lex's Instagram <laughs> at Gales and Storms. That's me or my Twitter, which you already know, which is Metal Music at, Man underscore or yeah. something like that. <laughs> Metal Music Man underscore. Yeah. Check it out. There's a pizza pick. It's a, it's a pretty good pizza. It's pretty good you know, pizza. I'm I'm inclined to say that that was the best pizza that we've made so far. That <sighs> I think the first one. I think. Crust wise, it was definitely the best. Oh, pizza. sure, no yeah. question. I think we've had a little bit better cheeses, but the cheese was still really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we make were pizzas. we were ranting and raving. Just make a bunch of last pizzas. week. The pizza yeah. cheese, yeah, was the best. Yeah, make a bunch of pizzas. Make a bunch of pizzas. It's good. Uh, we uh, we make some pizzas sometimes, and then we do this podcast, pizza podcast. Uh, you know, penises or something. Um, that's what we do. That's what we do. It's yeah. the three P's. Everybody needs them. Um, so you might be short on one of them. See your see your doctor. Tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> we're doing our part. We're we're helping you out with the podcast. We're encouraging the pizza. So I don't know. I did my due diligence. Well, that our PPP awareness uh, PSA has been put out. <laughs> it's October PSA. There you go. PPP PSA. PPP PSA. There's four, right? Four P's because the last one's public. Yes, yes. But if your one of them is penis is public, then you've also got a problem. Someone will let you know. Someone will tell you. Uh, but yeah, you know, been a pretty standard week for us. It's finally feeling, uh, folly. Yeah. I, I was going to put my sweater weather, uh, selfie on Instagram, my annual sweater weather. You do selfie. have that. Uh, but I didn't shave and I, I feel less attractive. I also I didn't shave. shave because you just wear a mask now, dude. It's not the mask. It, uh, well, for me, it's easier if I, if I, if I know I can put a mask on, I'm like adult acne. I don't care about you. I'm not putting, I'm not putting on cover up to cover that pimple up. I'm just going to wear this mask. I just, I can't, 
it feels horrible to have a beard. This this the can is this coming through on the it, it, on the it microphone? appears to be. Oh, does it? You're and when All the right. kids would rub my face <laughs> and they're I, I got I got hairy face. <laughs> when it was long, the kids would climb. They would climb up out of the pool onto my face, and they would they would kiss and me on blonde. the lips because because I love kids and they love my hairy face. I I want to take a pot shot at at Trump because normally we do this at Biden and he deserves it, but also. Uh, did you hear uh, Trump talking about how he wants to just kiss all of the men and all of the all of the beautiful women? No. After he got COVID and didn't die, he wanted uh, to make out with people. Yeah, he he went on back on the campaign trail. He did a rally and he said, "I feel so good. I just I want to kiss all of the men and all of the beautiful women." And it's like, don't do that. You'll get them sick and they'll with die. your with your COVID. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't but, don't infect them with the COVID. He said he's not contagious. The doctors <laughs> told him that he's immune and that means he's not contagious. Well, you know, they like made him butt chug some chlorine or something. <laughs> not the hydroxychloroquine, but whatever. Just like yeah. Straight chlorine. They just yeah, chlorine dude. Gas. They just dumped chlorine <laughs> into his butthole and he was like, "My people tell me I have the best medicine." And he like let out a chlorine fart and like. It's the best, all the best medicine. Everybody knows I have the best medicine. It's the best, best medicine in the world. Anyway, I don't have COVID anymore. Just a li- little I'm gas, immune. little gas, no big deal. Chlorine <laughs> gas, deadly actually. If you <laughs> if you inhale it, the chlorine gas. I'm pretty sure um, it's a war crime. I've been I've been told. Yeah, I've been told actually the Geneva Convention. Uh, actually, you know, we don't even care about the Geneva Convention. We're uh, we're America. So anyway, the chlor- us more and more. But uh, but COVID doesn't matter. So uh, I feel like I just did a pretty good Trump ram- ramble oh, there. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was that was pretty good. Brand. Uh, was- <laughs> I, I was texting Jeff earlier today, uh, and now I'm going to take my pot shot back at Biden. Uh, Jeff was like, um, oh, "Holy shit! I don't even know how we got onto the topic, but I I wound up pretending to be Joe Biden, talking about fighting games." And okay. arcade culture. Okay. And it was it was Chef's Kiss beautiful. Just, yeah, just loved it. And I couldn't tell if I was upsetting Jeff or or what. Because it, it was it was a little too uncanny, I feel. He was in the valley, yeah. as it were. Yeah, so sorry, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Thus ends the I know the, it's a great story. It's yeah, just what you wanted the, to hear. The direct apology yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> to Jeff on um, this podcast. Can I can I do the formal apology video? When when do we get to apologize for something? Uh whenever. What do you I don't even what is this? I don't I, you, you do know you have the, something to apologize for? Not yet, or maybe. I don't know. You, <laughs> um You no, might. You you know what I'm talking about. When when YouTubers do the apology video and they, they look all misty eyed into the oh, camera and they're yeah, like, I'm, I'm just I so, didn't I didn't expect I didn't anything. Know. I just uh, everybody's so and just the chlorine gas farts and the fucking like, I, yeah, that, yes, That's, I do know. Okay. I want, I want to be there. I want to do that. You can, you can handle all of the recording. You have to do something horrible you first. Can mix though. mass. I'll get on that. I'm, what do you? What do? You, okay, you no, wait. I haven't already done. No, wait. Something if you, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. What would? What would be if you were? What's my if, cancelable offense? Yeah, if you were, if you were, um, springtime for Hitler, in yourself. If you were springtime for if Hitler, I were trying yourself, to get myself canceled. Yeah, because yeah, you have some scheme. What would what would your go to? I am Lex, and I'm going to convince everyone that I'm not a very nice, accepting, caring person. Okay, okay. I got what it. would you do? Um, 
I can't I can't do anything racist. It's against my better nature. I can't do anything transphobic. It's against it, it, like, you know, it's, I, I'm trying to be understanding and accepting and, and people wouldn't buy it. If I said something transphobic, they'd be like, I'm sure I misunderstood him. This must be it, this, he would never make a joke. Certainly, I maybe I'm the transphobe for thinking that about him. Uh, so you would inadvertently gaslight people by yeah. being transphobic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so instead, uh, I'm going to accidentally, on purpose, this this is the wink wink to yes, you yes, and to yes, the audience, yes. I'm going to accidentally say incredibly insensitive things about the uh, the handicapped or the <laughs> differently abled. <laughs> you know who's like- stupid? <laughs> People without legs. <laughs> They're so fucking dumb. It's like, what? Did you have <laughs> half your brain power in your feet, you fucking idiot? <laughs> And then your, and then, <laughs> and then your feet got cut off, and now you're so dumb. You're half as smart as you were when you could walk. On you, of the division of brain. You idiot. <laughs> and people are gonna be like, "Whoa, whoa, <laughs> too far. Slow down, Alex. You Everyone can't. knows it's not their fault. They didn't know their brains were in their toes." No one does. It's just biology. You can't know until it's too late. Everyone's built a little differently. (laughs) It's not not their fault that (laughs) their genetic code distributed 40% of their brain mass into their toes. All right. They didn't, they didn't choose to have brain toes. They wanted. All right. They didn't choose to have brain toes any more than they chose to get their legs cut off when that train ran over them and cut off their brain toes. It's not their fault. <laughs> so anyway, so then, it's good to know so that I'm going to come out and I'm going to apologize for the no brain matter toes. what you do. I will yeah. make it worse Thank and you. you will never be canceled Thank by virtue me. of being within my vicinity. <laughs> they, you're, you're a lightning rod. Yeah. For, yes. For yes. I will. I will take that bolt for you. Professor Lex. Christ. Oh my God. So anyway, uh, enough about brain toes. Um, but, um, this week we're going to talk about, uh, developers and their relationship, uh, with, uh, the they with, with, with the, commu- the people, they, the community, the people they develop for, but more specifically people who have some brain toes left the people oh, who yes. yeah. the people who maybe know about uh the game so the community uh develop or the community developer relationship as it pertains to not like i'm not talking about your average joe schmo necessarily as much but like you know your your theory crafters your labbers um that's kind of where we're gonna go so what brought this topic up is uh, a game that you all hate hearing about which is the Whoa. the world of warcraft was that like Shun? the world of tomorrow? The world of yeah, something like okay. that. There's gold in those hills was, of Vazeroth in the world of Warcraft. I don't. I, okay, I know Futurama, but I haven't okay. seen all of it. It's the first episode. I know there's a sad puppy Very episode. First. You're thinking of Jurassic Bark? What? Jurassic Bark is the name. Oh, of the that's episode. the name of the episode. <laughs> that's the sad one. <laughs> I didn't hear Bark. I just heard Park, and I was you're like, thinking what? of Jurassic. Park. You're thinking of Jurassic Park, and I was like, I really don't remember the, the Michael just, Crichton novel. I don't not remember even the a movie. dog. Yeah, I remember. I remember Jeff Goldblum <laughs> being obnoxiously sexy the entire movie, and then damn his eyes. Yeah, damn that sexy, sexy man. That dude, by the way, is still an enigma of sort. He is both Jeff Goldblum is the least and most straight person I've ever seen 
at all times. He's like he's like a, a chaotic like chaotic, particle sexy, or something oh, where he's oh, like he 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 exists in both dimensions simultaneously. He is Oh, that's that's a quantum He's a quantum he yeah, is he's a quantum He is he is quantum sexuality. sexual. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, yes. Yes, he's quantum sexual. That dude. Anyway, so Jeff Goldblum, uh, I don't know, penises, things, 90s, triceratops poop. Um, so uh, anyway, um, developers and game relations, World of Warcraft recently, there, uh, I think today or maybe late yesterday, there was like a, a thread on Twitter that got linked around. There, Well, there are technically there are two of them, but uh, the gist of this, uh, if you've been keeping up with this podcast, is that the WoW devs are kind of dumb. The new expansion hopefully is going to be good. The last expansion was ass. And the expansion before that is like the best thing they've ever done. And so the devs just really don't know what they're doing. They're like really hit or miss. They're bad. If I can interject, just yeah. just so I can follow along at home. The best one that they've ever done is Mists of Pandaria, right? Uh, no, most people think it's Legion, which is okay. <laughs> which is now... So the current expansion is Battle for Azeroth. The one before that is Legion. So Legion came out in 2016? Yes. Yes. So Legion came out in 2016. Um... If they don't think it's Legion, they think it's Wrath of the Lich King, which is the third expansion. That's quite a bit further back. For, Ancient Lycos. Like yeah, or for something. simplicity's sake, though, most people think it's Wrath of the Lich King or Legion are the best ones. The current one, BFA, everyone agrees, is either the worst or the second worst. Um, awful. The new one, supposedly, is going to be pretty decent, but there's a bunch of fucking shit with it that, like, while things do seem good in X, Y, and Z way, there's other shit that just, at the surface level, just is, like, clearly, like, hey, uh, that... That there is awful? What the fuck? What? What are you? Why? Why would you? Why? why so that's the whole thing. That, yeah. yeah, we won't go into the details. The details don't matter. The point is, people say that to Blizzard. And what has kind of been at the forefront is like this entire time, everyone's like, hey, here's X, Y, and Z thing that we just think is really stupid. And Blizzard's like, all right, we hear what you're saying. But also, um, fuck you with a smile on her face because we know and you don't and everything's fine and we That's promise it's going to be good. That's why we're called the developers and you're called not the developers. Kind of, sort of. And, and I could go on about my personal take because I do think it's a lot less simple than this. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I think is that bad and actually isn't and reasons, but that's not really the, the point. So we'll just keep it simple like that. Um, but what this brought up is like we've been for, fuck, dude, I don't know, almost a year now. We've known they're developing this new expansion. There's people in the beta. Even if you don't have beta access, you know somebody who has beta access or you know a streamer who has beta access, so you're able to like, keep up along with like the development process. There's all this shit that people are just like, hey, why don't you just do this? This would make sense. We kind of think we know what you're trying to do. Maybe just do this instead or maybe change it. We don't need you to do exactly what we think, but like here's like some feedback and they just like either ignore it or even like more ridiculous, there's shit that like just is absolutely horrible. And they're like, what are you doing? This was like cool and fun before, and now it's mm -hmm. just awful. Why? And so where I'm getting to with this, with this fucking um this Twitter thread that got linked around is that there is okay, to start with, there's a developer for a while. Uh, I forget their name, but they um they made some tweet. I think they're like the lead, I think they're the lead systems designer or a senior systems designer. So if they aren't like the very number one systems designer person, they're like in the top echelon of the few people who are like the heads of systems design, which systems is, you know, everything. It's just how everything basically mm -hmm. works, you know, combat, fucking quests, you know, everything, whatever. So this person makes a tweet and they're like, oh man, it's really hard to like take feedback 
when everything that you like do gets ruined from getting to the masses by these like 1% <laughs> theory crafters who as soon as you put out like, hey, here's a new talent or a new feature, as soon as you put that out, these theory crafters are immediately just like, hey, based on what we know because they put this out, this, this, and this are the best thing. This is dog shit. There'll be no reason to pick it. Blah. And the developer person is like, that's bullshit because they're ruining everyone's fun because we can't even get valid feedback because as soon as we put it out, these fucking try hard sweat lord sweaters. Sweaty. They sweat. I just learned about this, so I'm going to use it. <clears throat> Thanks, Farrell. Um, they're sweaty. They're sweating. Uh-huh. And, and they're ruining my, I can't. And so now all the people that would love my game because my game would be so good, they just can't love it because these fucking sweaters have, blah, it's so bad. So they make this like whiny cry tweet that it obviously wasn't in as poor of taste as I'm making it sound like right now. But I mean, it pretty much. You, said, you, you captured the essence. I'm, I'm hyperbolizing spirit, yeah. for comedic effect, obviously. But like, I mean. That's, if it weren't there, you couldn't hyperbolize. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's there. So they make this post, and everybody's like, mm, okay, whatever, fucking bleh. And then this one person who I guess used to be like the manager of the Death Knight class Discord and was at one time um, like a very, I guess, like prominent beta tester during the Mists of Pandaria era. Wow. They were like, hey, uh, which this kind of pissed me off because it's stupid and attention seeking and dramatic, but they're like, I will no longer be silent. That's like treat one. And I'm like, okay, or tweet one. Love it. I'm like, oh, yeah, mm, mm. I'm, I'm in it. I'm, I'm this is me, this is me jizzing in my hand. Like, he's, he's pantomiming. You guys can't yeah. see, but it is very rude. It's and very <laughs> crass. <laughs> it's a bit much. It's a bit much. It's a bit masturbatorial. Um, so that was kind of whatever, but then they actually did go into some, some good detail on shit. And so they were like, okay, thing one, there has always been, Everybody's like always been suspect that there are quote secret wow forums that only like certain people are invited to because the wow developers don't interact on the normal forums as much as you would expect. And that's even considering I me mean, to be fair, there are just a lot of people that post a bunch of dumb bullshit on the forums. But one gonna... of the, one of the main downsides to like blizzard is that they've lost a lot of employees to bullshit corporate things over the last couple of years. And one of the biggest things they've cut is community managers. They used to have, Yes. literally like three for each class, then like general overall community managers and like specific community can- community managers for PVP versus other things. They used to be so good. I mean, everybody, every, this is a tales all this time. I don't need to give this backstory. Everybody knows Blizzard used to be the shit. They used to be fucking awesome. And now they are dog shit. Everybody knows that. Activision. So, yeah, good old Activision fucking ruining everything. So, so anyway, um, so this person is like a cool, cool story. Those things were real. I was in them. Here are a bunch of screenshots from the Mist of Pandaria era when I was in them and that they are, then they existed. And then they were like, they were like, yeah, these, these, um, these forums were pretty cool at first. Like we would post things, people would theory craft. It was like everybody kind of posted their things. Sometimes developers would agree or disagree, but they would always like, kind of like take what we said and understand it and make a point of like, blah, 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 blah. And a lot of people do really like Mist. It's generally not in like the guaranteed number one spot like the other two are. But most people, if they don't like Wrath or Legion, like Mists. And most people who like Wrath and Legion 
like Mist secondarily or tertiarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually never played Mist. I quit for five years, but but I, that's usually the next big one. And so a lot of people did like Mist of Pandaria. Um, and apparently this is when a lot of that started and it led into like some of it, uh, some of the things that they did in that era. And uh, anyway, uh, long story short, uh, eventually the developer who was all about this like forum to talk to the theory crafters in the community directly and who like, would be in there like encouraging discourse and like whatever they left. It's, it's ghost crawler. Surprise, surprise. If you know anything about wild lore, nothing. So ghost crawler was a lead wow dev for a really long time. And, uh, that was like his handle. Um, he was a ghost. That wasn't his, he was that a, wasn't his given name. He, you know, he was a ghost crab. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, he left and I think he works for lead or league of legends for riot now. And I mm. think he has for like six or seven years. Okay. Um, so this is like 2013, 2014. So that guy left and they were like, literally when that dude left who they didn't name, but everybody knows who it is. They were like, everything just went to shit. All the devs like quit responding as quickly, which would have actually been preferable to how it got to, which apparently they were like, all the devs just responded like really condescendingly shittily to every little thing. And there's this, Oh my God, dude, there's this, hang on. I got to actually have to pull this up to, so you can hear, you can hear how like fucking self it's not even, Okay, it is, yeah, yes, it is, it is, it is condescending, but more than it's condescending, it is, like, they're just sniffing their own fucking farts, like, so hard. It's, it's so ridiculous. So there's, there's two of them. Is this the one? Yes. So, so somebody was bringing up something about mythic rating, which, there are problems with mythic rating, there are things that are good and bad about it, I'm not... I'm not like trying to simplify That's that level the of the issue yeah. because there are a lot of things I don't like about mythic rating and the way the game is designed with the focus on it. Da, 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 da. Not the point. The point is listen to this fucking post. So somebody brings up presumably some sort of, <laughs> some sort of semi valid critique. Yeah. Some sort of critique about something about, 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 yeah, about mythic rating. And so this is a, a blue post. And for those of you who don't know for world of Warcraft, the people who work for blizzard uh, on the official wow forums are always a very icy blue colored text. And so it's Very like, oh, I got a blue, po- like the yeah. blues, blue responses, whatever. That's So that's what this is. So it's a blue post from some developer. Okay, so somebody says like, ah, things about mythic rating feedback. This is a screenshot of this. This is the developer. <clears throat> Part of why I'm skeptical is the mythic rating theorycraft community is, to a first order approximation, a huge social engine whose raison d'etre, or however you say raison that, d'etre. d'etre. How do you d'etre. say it? French me. Raison d'etre. Raison d'etre. That's, is specifically <laughs> yeah is well i'm aware of the okay. meaning but i don't okay. know the pronunciation <laughs> yeah it, who whose whose reason for being is is specifically to decide and enforce that everyone in that community uses the same talents i don't think we could do anything with talent design that would easily change that uh m dash there are like entire discords and websites that employ people full time all based on the concept of telling people what talents are best and spreading the social norm that they shouldn't use the other ones. And like, this is such horseshit because what actually happens is that they make like, okay, sometimes this is real. Sometimes this is real. I'm not going to say this is never a thing. There are times where like one talent is actually totally fine, but it's like another talent beats it by 2% and then everyone's like, literally never use that talent. I'm not going to say this has never been a thing, but it isn't the norm of it. Like that is a thing. Like it's not uncommon for that to be the case. But more often than not, there are talent rows in WoW where like 
they're like, okay, it's like every X levels you get a talent. So at level 15, you have a row of three talents to pick from. Okay, so let's say level 15. At level 15, you have a talent that lets you have one extra pepper on your pizza. And you're like, okay, cool. I like peppers, I like peppers so I get an extra yeah. pepper. And then you have a talent that's like, you get to have extra cheese on your pizza. Ooh. And you're like, ooh, I like cheese. These are compelling yeah. choices. And then the third talent is you get to have 20 pizzas whenever the fuck you want. It sounds like I'm going to go. And pizzas. you're just like, uh, well, okay. <laughs> I like, I guess I'm just getting 20 pizzas. And so, okay, I'm almost done for those of you who hate. Wow, this is the backstory. We are going to talk about other games. But so, so this is the kind of shit though that this, this developer and other developers, like they hear feedback and I'm not, you know, it's not all fucking roses. I'm sure people give shitty feedback all the time, da da da. But apparently this person who's like pretty respected, I guess, enough to get this to go around, it's like saying like, no, this was just like how they became because they're just sniffing their own fucking farts all day, right? So it happens with like talents. It's happening now. And the reason it's so relevant is because that's how everyone feels about the current expansion is they're like trying to give feedback. They say all this shit. They don't listen. They go, oh, we're listening. Then they do some random shit. Like they change random things. They there, I'm going to give you like one specific thing that just without hopefully boring you to death, but like one specific thing they did. Nobody, this was on no one's radar. The developers had not talked about it ever. No one has ever thought this was a problem. They just, I think I might've mentioned this previously. Actually, they just made the way you get water when you drink, take way more time. And everyone was like, why, why? Like, why'd you, why'd you do that? And they're like, well, cause blah, blah, blah. And then like, you can tell the reason they did it which is related to like dungeon pushing and whole thing. But it's just like, why? Why would you do that when it's been this way for like 15 years? It's not a problem. There are so many other things. And they're like, no, no, man, we, we got to nerf uh, drinking. Drink you, you can't drink. You can't drink so fast. It's too fast. You, you, you got to slow down. You're drinking you too fast. You can't take that all and at one time. Like, you got to breathe. Why? Why is this a priority? So, okay. With all that in mind, uh, we will, we will nosedive in and talk about this kind of does dovetail on our last one about how grand blue was, but but uh, yeah, yeah. why are developers so stupid? Why and did I, they just make weird choices? Dude, I think everyone is dumb, and I, I, I often end up siding with developers more than a lot of people that I know mm-hmm. with regard to, like, they're like, oh, well, people say this, and they should do that. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, but people are fucking dumb, and I don't really think it's that bad to, like, blah, like, do these things. But it feels like the last, fuck, I don't know, three or four years, it feels like so many developers for so many different things are just... There's like, you know what? Fuck you guys. You're going to buy our fucking game anyway. We're going to do a yeah. bunch of dumb shit. And that would only that would almost on its own be it wouldn't be good, but it would be okay. But then the problem is then they turn around and they're like, "Whoa is me?" Well, no, but yes, but then they also <laughs> complain about getting the feedback. They're like, "It's so hard. You don't understand the the pressure. I have a Twitter account and people tweet me about what I should do." And it's just like Okay, that's a lot of stress, but like, just fucking turn off your Twitter if you're that big of a bitch about it. Like, people, people are gonna give you feedback, you don't bro. Have to have a Twitter. <laughs> like, t- yeah, take the fucking feedback, bro. Yeah. Or, or if you have a problem with having your own Twitter because you can't handle it, maybe pay someone money to be a community manager, like all the people oh, that, that you fired. Smart. Yeah. Like, maybe pay someone. Pay someone who's like good at that thing or wants to do that thing for money. So comparisons to this, like in ye olden games, we'll go with because this speaks to Alex, and this will give you a good opportunity to jump in if you want to go over it. But there was a thing that happened during the Street Fighter Four era, mm-hmm. where as good as Street Fighter Four was for a very long time, so Vanilla was like very good, awesome, Great but game like with some polarizing matchups, and I think that was a function of how young the game was. They didn't understand at the time that they were making it how fucking horseshit uh, Zangief versus Sakura was. 
Yeah, that's true, but I think also what made it worse is just the absurdly high damage in that game. Yeah, you got hurt I mean, anytime hard. there's really, really high damage, it's more likely that a polar matchup's going to be worse because you yeah. just have less opportunities to read and have interactions. So yeah, Vanilla, super good game. Everybody liked it for the most part, um, but it it had crazy damage and some dumb shit. So then they released Super Street Fighter, super Street Fighter 4, 4, and Super Street Fighter 4 is like a little bit more defensively oriented. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of damage nerfs. Like your more defensive characters are the best they were. Probably ever in any Street Fighter? Mm-hmm. Probably? Well, I mean, two... Even probably better than games. two? Because I feel like you can die so quick in two. You can. I guess that's another one where... They're, they're really good in two. Damage. I mean, two is... Yeah. The, yeah, but it's up there. We're Top, splitting hairs. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the defense was really good. Most people like Super. I thought Super was great. There's a lot of people who think Super was... I like Super. The best version of the game. A lot of people don't. I don't know but that I'll go that far. But it's a lot of people do think that. Yeah. But um. But anyway, it was good regardless of whether you think it was the best or not. It was yeah, good. It Everybody was liked good. what they did. An improvement. After Super, they released Arcade Edition, and this is the most controversial, generally considered worst version of Street Fighter Four. And the reason for that is because Ono, who generally everybody loves and is a cool dude and has done some good things, um, generally. Um, uh, everybody agrees with like his thoughts. He was like, okay, guys, here's an idea for you. Here's what, well, and it's not even an idea he posed. It was like, we already did this. And now I'm telling you, he's like, so here's what we did with arcade edition. We decided that it's not really the worst thing to have like a strong character or a couple strong characters, because those are characters that people will either rally around or against or against. Yeah. And I, and this is where I'm like, when he's saying this, I'm like, okay, okay. I don't even disagree with that. Yeah. But like, how much are we talking? And then he describes, and I'll never forget this, he described character balance in Arcade Edition, AE, as the cool kids call it. He described it as a spiky ball. And he was like, there'll be some characters that are like out, and they're at the tip of the spike, and they're really good. And then a little bit in on the spike, when you go down in the V, there's other characters that are there. And he was like, and he was like, you know, and that'll be like, it'll be kind of balanced because... Some characters won't be as good, but they'll fight against the people who are on the tip of the spike. And I'm like, okay, again, I get the concept and I don't even really disagree with it. But if he had said like a cogwheel. Sure, that would have made more sense. But instead, he's describing a sea urchin. Yes. So like a cogwheel is like, yeah, someone's a little higher. Someone's a little lower. That's okay. Yeah. But he literally said spiky ball. And uh, (laughs) spoiler alert, history lesson. It was a spiky fucking ball, bro. And so one of the things that, that people said that cracked me up that was it's just so indicative of not having customer feedback mm-hmm. is one of the first things that got kicked around like Reddit and Twitter when that came out was, well, that's cool, but like, what if your character's in one of the rivets of the spiky ball? Oh, then you get fucked. That feels awful. So long story yes. short, <laughs> E-Honda got fucked in Arcade Edition. E-Honda may or may not have been the best character in Super. He may or may not have deserved nerfs from Super into Arcade Edition. He didn't. I'm biased. He deserved nerfs. He was definitely not the best. But he was the best he's ever been, and he was absurdly good. Yes, all true things. Yeah. Uh, and then, okay, so I, I mained Honda in Super. I learned how to jab hands during Super. I, I thought I was going to be an Ibuki main for the first, like, two months that the game was out. I was in the top <laughs> uh, 25 Ibuki's in, in the North American uh, PS3 servers. So Ooh, holler at your boy. That's pretty hot. Um... But then, like, I figured out how to do jab hands, and I was like, oh. I, I mean, my spirit. I think that's why jab hands is as hard as it is, because 
Yeah. If it were any easier, as soon as everyone or anyone figured out figured how to down. do it, they, yeah, they yeah, would, it would have been gone. That's all they would do. Uh, and it, yeah, I'm proof positive of that. Theory. You weird, weird um, savant, you. So I, I enjoyed playing Super Street Fighter 4. And when Arcade Edition came out, I actually waffled a lot and uh, leaned hard into Marvel. And I think it stunted my Street Fighter emotional growth up until Ultra. Uh, because they made anything that Honda had that was good, bad. And they horrible. fucked him so much harder than he had any reason to be fucked. I played Gin. Yeah. I it, picked up Gin instead. It was bad. So, and you know why that's extra sad, though, is because, in my opinion, Arcade Edition 2012, which is what, so they released Arcade Edition in 2011. And it was so bad that they were like, well, we didn't have plans Oops. for this, but yeah, we know we everybody. So at least, so this is going back to the more positive side yeah. of this conversation, yeah, which we'll, we'll get to. <laughs> they got the feedback and they did listen and they did de-spike the ball. And like, yeah, Yoon was still crazy good, but he wasn't like fucking Brawl S Meta Knight or whatever yeah. the fuck. And E Honda was still not a Garbage. great character, but he was actually playable, you he know? Um, yeah, I mean, I would put Oni in the same boat because Oni yeah. only existed for the first time in plain AE, and he was, in my opinion, unplayable. Sure, because they broke a lot of his essential tools. Yeah, they well, or they never worked to begin yeah. with. Yeah, they yeah. just didn't. I mean, there was shit that, again, I won't bore with details, but there was shit that just clearly was supposed to occur, and you would do it, and it would just, like, not occur, and you'd be like, oh, uh, okay, well, what's? why would I even... Like, worse than even, like, Ganon and Ultimate. Because yeah. Ganon and Ultimate, like, he has things that don't work, but for the most part... A cohesive he idea functions. He's just bad. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Oni like didn't function properly. Like you would hit buttons that like you'd be like, oh, this button's probably for this, and then you would do it, and like it would just be like randomly it would work or not work because reasons. So Oni got a lot of those same fixes in 2012. So 2012 was really good. Ultra's really good. But point being, yeah, like I feel like sometimes sometimes developers just like they kind of decide to do a thing and they don't really ask for enough feedback. But then sometimes they listen and it's good. And I think dovetailing off of our last conversation about Green Blue. I feel like it's doing the same shit. I mean, here we are in the year 2020. Weird things without and caring. I, and I played a, a fair bit of Grand Blue versus mm. Pharaoh the other day. Um, probably, I don't know, it was like three or four days ago. We played, yeah, we are both out of beers. We might have to do a beer refill and okay. uh, and edit and edit that out or leave it in in a minute here. But, um, but yeah, point being, I played it and I adjusted to the jump height shit that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, or the jump length, I guess I should say. It's stupid that you had to it's dumb, to it. But it's dumb, but it's fine now. It's I'm used to it. Um, but I'll tell you what is fucking stupid is the entire character of Belial. Oh yeah, I, I haven't even I haven't even looked at the trailer. I haven't touched that game. No one talks to me. Anymore. So they okay. I wanna I wanna be clear. I do not think Belial is the dumbest character that's ever existed, even in Grand Blue. I still think Fairy's dumber. I still think Gran and Cat went before this current patch when they were at the height of their stupid S plus were dumber. Yeah. I still think Lancelot was dumber, like full on dumber. Mm -hmm. So I don't like and and okay, lest we not speak of Charlotta because that is the dumbest character. Oh, she's I, just I I like her whole vibe. You're the worst. You're the worst. I like her her aesthetic. <clears throat> she's like she's short, but she jumps real high. And she's got like a real big sword. It's just, it's impractical, the size of that sword and the where where her center of gravity is. Because her solar plexus has just got to be so low to the ground. It doesn't. 
And yeah. and the sword, she like she flips it up. She's got a lot of wrist strength, man. Hey, hey, you I, so I much. played tennis yesterday you're, with my dad, uh, you're the, and and you're he was showing me how to put topspin on the ball, and it's all wrist action. It's all skill, and, she, and it's hard. And I yeah. felt it. I felt it in my wrist. You and feel the, it when you the play her. This racket is so light. It's, yep. And the sword she holds must be just so. You're much just heavier. you're just so big brain, real big wrist, and she's so you know. God, I, Jesus. The kids would use my big sword. They would climb they would up climb. on my holy ladder, <laughs> and then they would slam down and be unpunishable. Um, so they, so a lot of stupid. So uh, yeah, and there's a difference where I'm going with this. There is a difference between characters that are dumb, like and very good, and characters that are, you know, very dumb but not as good. Uh, and so with that out of the way, Blyle is definitively, demonstrably, unequivocally the best character in the game right now. Wow. I still don't think he's as dumb as some of the other characters have been with regards to that lead. Sure, but currently. But here's why he's dumber. Okay, he's not as dumb overall. Like, I'm not saying he's, like, the most frustrated. I don't even hate fighting against him, but it's frustrating because all the shit that he has is, like, shit that they intentionally, this patch, tried to get rid of? From other characters, or tried to like nerf. Does he have absurd corner carry? He, yes. Does he, he do has a lot of damage? <laughs> he does. He does really crazy damage. He has. You know how they nerfed uh, Gran and Cat's fireballs significantly. Yeah. So he has this fireball that. <laughs> okay, it's probably the best fireball in the game overall. First of all, it is slightly worse as a traditional fireball uh, when it's ex'd than Gran and Cats were before they were nerfed because it hits two or three times. Mm -hmm. Okay, it hits two times, I guess, EX. And then the third hit is like a delay where the fireball, where a normal fireball would stop and disappear. It holds in midair and it spins around and is a persistent hitbox. Oh, good. But So there's a delay on that, which means in a fireball war, sometimes you can get through that and hit him mm -hmm. before that happens and then it doesn't happen. But... Most of the time in a fireball war, it has, for whatever reason, it's not like he's not Sakura. The fireball starts up quick. It travels fast. Most of the time, 90% of the time, it's just a really good normal fireball. But then even without spending meter to get the multi-hit thing I was just talking about, he can spin it in place no matter what. So it's not even though like you're thinking like, okay, like to me, this is like Street Fighter 4 Sakura where you're like, I knock someone down. Mm -hmm. and I put the fireball out, and the fireball has really good recovery such that she can't fireball war very well because she's got all this startup on her fireball to where it's hard for her to get the fireball out in time and really win a fireball war without severely outplaying her opponent. But when she knocks you down, she can do a meaty fireball on your wake-up, and that like allows her to get additional pressure. So Blyle can do that, and it's like just as good or better than what Sakura does because this stupid thing spins on you during your wake-up. Mm -hmm. But what's fucking dumb is that it has so much spin time that he can just do it while you're standing and it does the same fucking thing. <laughs> so you could do just like uh, 5B into it or whatever? Yeah, so if you just are like block stringing someone, you can just be like, fireball spin move. Now you're in jail. And yes, and then they're in jail and they have to eat like a mix-up. Not like a, not like not a, a good crazy mix-up, mix up, but, but, but a mix-up. Yeah, yeah, they have to eat pressure. And like, okay, there's a delay between like when it spins and when it comes out. So... Yes, you can you technically can dragon punch yeah. through it, but the problem is he can also not spin it and do a non-spin fireball, and that doesn't have a delay. So he just fireballs you like a normal person, and then whenever you're like, ah, fuck, fireball pressure, he's like, spin, and you're just like, 
fuck. And then he can just mix it up so well. He also has the dumbest fucking head hop bullshit move. Head hop. So they just nerfed this patch for whatever reason because apparently Zeta was too good. Her okay, pogo okay. stick doesn't cross up now after like the first hit or something. Aww. I know, which is weird because it's like, why does that character that's even her, exist? That's her existence. That's literally yeah. the entire character's purpose is to do that pogo stick move. Because, right, right, right. Yeah. Because she has a bullshit, ambiguous pogo cross up, she doesn't get a lot of other things. Her fireball is weird or bad. And it's good, but it's bad for the most it's part. It has fireball. uses. It's not yeah. really a fireball. It's sort of like an anti-fireball fireball that like doesn't really work to maintain pressure but does work to kind of stuff it and allow you to walk which is kind of the point her dp <clears throat> is a dp that isn't a dp because it's a counter stance exactly that goes she, into a D- she's, she, she, just has she gives up so yeah. much to get that cool thing blyle anytime he wants every time he jumps he can just do this thing where he stomps on your head and then a when he does the stomp it slows him down so slow that if i try and and, and okay now this is i am directly calling out Pharaoh for being a fucking baddie Damn, right now in this. I hope you're listening. A, a baddie. A Bad, baddie. Okay. As long as you Pharaoh, Pharaoh, it's weird because he's so good at neutral and smart play as like Cloud and Smash. And then I will play him in fucking fighting games, specifically Grand Blue, because that's what we've played the most. And he, it probably took Pharaoh fucking two months to stop fucking jumping at me and giving me 50% damage combos as Beelzebub. Okay? Like, he would just be like, fuck, you're always ready. I'm like, yep, I'm always going to be ready. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not bullshitting I'm not gonna you. Not be like, ready. I'm not saying never jump because that's obviously stupid, but like, you really need to like find a way to like beat me without <laughs> jumping. You're just giving me half your health bar for free, you know? He finally does that. He starts like doing well. And I'm like, yeah, Bubs is ass. I fucking knew it. Like, whatever, fine. But, you know, sometimes he still would jump. This fucking character, dude, I've played Pharaoh in two long sets. He jumps, and he does the head stomp. He's not even anywhere near me, but he just head stomps, because why the fuck not? And it has so much delay that I can't even hit him with my anti-air, and then he whiff punishes my (laughs) anti-air. The anti-anti-air? When he lands, which again, in and of itself, it's like, okay, fine, but you don't give that move to a character with the best fireball in the game. <laughs> or if you do, you make him like Akuma and he has no health and he dies instantly. None of those things are true. He just has all of them. Did I mention he can also do the stomp lower on my head and then it's a 50-50 mix-up left right after I block oh, it. Wow. And a high-low mix-up still because it's he just a jump in in general. Wow. That's what the pretty, fuck is this character? He also has the dumbest parry I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. He, other than, and okay, I'm going to preface that, it actually isn't. It's the second dumbest because Joker and Smash Ultimate exists, which is the dumbest parry ever. Both both Rebels Guard and Tetrakarn are both bullshit. Uh, shout out to Hylian. You're, you're a fucking piece of shit, and that character's broken. Makarakarn. Yeah, we're fuck cool Tetrakarn. Macar- no, they're fucking both. No? They're both. I just what? say, I'm just going to say Tetrakarn because they're, I'm not going to say the whole totally name. Totally different they're, spells. They're both awful. Play Persona. Look at the hitbox and tell me that shit's not. It doesn't make any fucking sense. That shit is so stupid. That's the dumbest parry in any game ever existed. But second to that, this Blyal parry is so fucking stupid because he walks forward at this like really slow leisurely pace and he puts his hands in the air like oh i'm so cool but if you do anything to him during that he parries you and the reason it's stupid is because a it goes on so much longer than you expect it to and you could just throw him i get it like but it's just a dumb move because it's like why does he go so far and the reason the far is stupid because wait there's more 
is that sometimes he fucks up the parry on like, because his inputs like overlap. He tries to do like a DP and he accidentally gets parry because he read like the side you were on wrong Mm -hmm. and he gets parry. And this is, I think the biggest thing I hate about this character is how much the character does that clearly the, the player is not doing intentionally, but his options are just so good. It's like, I meant to DP. Oh, I forgot to DP. Oops, I'll parry. But then they just walk the other way. Okay. And they just leave. They just leave. <laughs> power, power walk but if away. You, and if you hit them during that, they parry you, even from behind. <laughs> even from behind. You shouldn't be able to parry backwards. And the parry. Oh, I'm not done in, yet. In a 2D, oh, it, I agree. And, and, I agree, but, but I'm not wait, done yet. There's more. So then he walks away, right? And you're like, oh, fuck this fucking character. I know I just baited a DP that he fucked up. So the DP didn't come out. And he got this bullshit parry where he's walking away he's from me. So away. he's just going to walk away from me after I land. So he's both A, either out of range of my sweep, or B, if, or B, um, he's still parrying so that if I sweep him, he parries, right? Mm-hmm. So then you're like, okay, I'll let him walk and I'll throw a fireball to punish the parry. Okay. But... His parry isn't a parry. Oh. When you hit him with the parry, he doesn't attack. He jumps at you. And so, <laughs> <laughs> yes, are you starting to yeah. see yep. a pattern? So he walks away in a parry animation. And you're like, oh, you didn't mean to parry, but fuck you. You fucker. Yeah, you I got you. throw right. a fireball. <laughs> the fireball hits him. It activates the parry and he jumps on you and gets damage in a knockdown. So that you get another mix up. It is so stupid. Like, and so I just don't understand why they just deleted all this. It's like he has every single dumb thing that they were like, this is clearly, oh, I forgot. The other one is he has a crouching medium kick that hits low which no one else has other than Basaraga. Okay. okay. Or crouching medium button, excuse me. Yeah. I don't think anyone other than Basaraga has that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe like Ladiva, I'm not sure. Maybe Ladiva. There's like very few, most characters, if you do crouching medium in Grand Blue, it is not a low. Only crouching, only. And that's why they're good buttons. Yeah, only, only crouching light and crouching hard are lows. Typically crouching medium is not a low. There's like two or three characters at most. So, not only is his crouching medium kick a low, but it slides him forward. And then oh. you're like, you're like, oh, it slides him forward. Okay. Well, it, at least, at least if it slides him forward, I can like block it. And since it's a slide, I can punish. You can punish it. Yeah. It's meaty plus. What? Oh, meaty plus. Okay. And it's like neutral normally or some <laughs> shit. It's so like, minus one so he on your, if he knocks you down, he does a meaty crouching medium, which either hits low in combos or he still gets to do block pressure off of into a spinny fireball in place. You're always in jail. It's just Gran was more OP. Cat was more OP, but they made sense and just had good hitboxes. You were just like, oh, they're just really good characters. They're supposed to this character is like, who, who allowed you approved this? He just has everything. So anyway, I got a little derailed describing that, but the gist of it is developers are idiots. 
Um, They're idiots. I'd like to uh, make a, a counter example of a, a, one of my favorite uh, developer interactions. Unfortunately, uh, the developer that I'm talking about uh, tragically died, or at least all respect for him died. Um, we're talking about Skullgirls. Uh, there, there's an Evo. Uh, it was like the first time that uh, Skullgirls was at Evo, and I don't think it was ever a main game, but uh, the, the important part is... It was there. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was there, and people played it, and uh, <clears throat> the developer was there uh, doing commentary. And of course, if you know him, you're familiar with his. He used to be an NBC Two player. He played are you, sort of are you gonna player. not name? I already said Mike Z. Oh, did you? It's okay, him. I'm yeah, sorry, Michael, I missed it. The okay. accursed Zion. Okay, excuse me. Okay, um, I'm I'm a little bit pissed about Indivisible right now. Just just as an aside. Uh, the the other game that the developers of Skullgirls made, Indivisible, was supposed to have like six guest characters or whatever, and all of the animations and everything for them was done, but they never implemented them into the game. And now it's just fucked. Yeah, now now you just don't get to have those. That things. sucks. All, all those goals that we raised money for. anyway. I didn't raise them. I paid anyway. Um, <laughs> I there was uh, not a glitch, but sort of an exploit. So so the way that Skullgirls works is that all of the buttons. Anytime you hit someone with a move, it has a fixed amount of hits done. It doesn't matter if it's the first time you've used it in the combo. It doesn't matter if it's the 3,000th time you've used it in the combo. Uh, and it, it doesn't matter. Like, it, like light attacks in other games uh, have hits done deteriorate faster than heavy attacks. In Marvel, for mm -hmm. example, you'll be able to put more H's into a combo, which is why hypergrab loops work. Then you will be able to do stand lights with Magneto or in general. Uh, because hit stun deterioration. Because of hit stun deterioration. There's no hit stun deterioration. If you can, it has a set amount of hit stun. If you hit them with the move, it will always combo. Mm -hmm. The restriction is so that everything isn't an infinite, they implemented the infinite prevention system, the IPS. Um, combos can be broken into strings, which is part of why Skullgirls is so accessible. Uh, you do a launcher and then you do like a lot of characters have like a, a jump loop where they do like jump, jab, strong, fierce, land, jump, jab, strong, fierce. Mm -hmm. would work. But if you do a string that starts with jump, jab twice, then that's illegal. You've broken the law and the opponent can burst. That's the entire point of Skullgirls in a nutshell. Um, so you do your long extended combo. You started a string with jump, jab. Then you start started a string with jump strong and then jump fierce. And, and like you've done all of the stuff, you've abided by the rules, that should be the end of your combo, right? Mm -hmm. uh, if you were, say, Valentine, then you could end your combo with a super. And if you had Painwheel as your second slot, you could do her install super, right? So now Painwheel's out. Uh, in the very first version of the game, if Painwheel was out at that point, she had not started a string with jump jab. So she could do that. So uh, all of the rules that applied... It was like per character, per not character. per string. Exactly. So that, that became gotcha. the game. You'd get one hit, and then you'd kill. And Skull Because Girls, you'd keep swapping every time you got yep. to the rule break point? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, Mike C was doing commentary, and he said, I hate that this is what the game is, but this is what the game is, and they're playing it perfectly. This is beautiful what is happening right now. And all, all of the yeah. neutral boiled down to like who got this hit and it wasn't the game that he had intended when he made it but it was the game that it was at evo on the main stage in the grand finals at that exact moment in time yep. and he was like i'm getting the feedback that i want from the players uh, from watching them do this and from talking to them i know what i need to do to change the game and eventually they added the undizzy 
So there's a little bar that fills up the longer your combo is so that at a certain point, even if you didn't break any rules, the combo is mm. still illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, that, that system wouldn't have come to pass if he hadn't gotten the appropriate feedback. And then, like way later on, he was like, eh, even then that's not good enough. Cause like you can just crank the undizzy bar up, do a reset and then uh, start a string and then do a reset on that one string and, and you get like crazy damage. Mm-hmm. Um, he changed it so that like when your undizzy bar is full, when, when you have made your combo as long as it is, um, you get bad damage on your next combo until the undizzy bar goes back down. He, oh, it like scales even though it's a new combo? Yes. It like, sa- yeah, it like yes. saves the scale state more or less? Exactly. So, okay. so that you have to do like a burst bait reset. Yeah. Or like give them back off. Or you have to make them sleep. burst as opposed to actually resetting them. Yep. Which is what you love. Like, take that yep. fucking smirk off. Stop I'm enjoying yourself. It's Stop enjoying yourself so much, you filthy Skullgirls player. So, so what, <laughs> what happened was he was like, hey, this the big band Cerebella, Excelabella thing, it, which... It played on that uh, exploit of the uh, the undizzy being full, but still getting good damage. He was like, "Do we want to fix it, community?" Ah, he, okay. he asked. He, he pulled the community. He's like, "Should I fix it? I know what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. Do you want me to do it?" And they said yes. So he did. That's sick. Like <laughs> it is, and that that's it's like, <laughs> dude. Like I said, I I want to give developers a bone because like I do understand that like people are stupid, mob mentality is stupid, mm-hmm. but like. There's a point where you're just fucking sniffing your own farts so fucking much, dude, where you're like, oh, I've designed this thing that's so pure and perfect. And the only reason it's a problem is these elitist fucking sweat lords. And they're just preventing the world from seeing this beautiful game. The and beauty that and all the normal people would have, yeah, so much yeah. fun with. And it's like, holy shit, dude. Like, maybe get the fuck off your fucking rocker for a second. Like, and this. You don't need, I don't want you to placate like everything always. I mean, there's that magic developer who talks about balance and like that, I forget his name, but he's like renowned for like good balance or whatever the fuck. And one of the things in his like weird balance Ted talk that he does that always gets kicked around is like, uh, quote, players are excellent at identifying problems Mm -hmm. and horrible at devising solutions, end quote. And like, I don't disagree. No, no. This is the guy who does magic, the gathering, magic, the the gathering balance. Um, And I don't generally disagree with that. That's not to say like, I mean, nothing is guaranteed. There are certainly times players have had excellent ideas for things, but like the, yeah, but the, the problem is like when the developers get so far into this narrative that, that like the players are, are out to get them. And it's like, maybe we shit on everything you do because we like it. Blizzard. Well, no, no. Yes. But that's not what I was going to say. Yes. Yes. That's true. But also maybe it's because we have like been yelling feedback at you for years Mm -hmm. and you've routinely not even just not even ignored. Okay. Ignoring feedback is like when you ask Capcom not to put in another Shoto. And Capcom is like, fuck you. Here's evil. Here's evil Ryu and Oni. We'll give you two (laughs) Shotos. Okay. And then everybody like complains about it. But ultimately, I think almost everyone in the world who knows anything about that game thinks at some degree, Oni and evil Ryu are both fucking cool. cool. Yeah. Some of the coolest characters in the game. And that's like, okay, fine. Sometimes like you just got to be like, dude, shut the fuck up. No, like we know what we're doing. But fuck, dude, after. I think I think that's the problem is like X amount of repeated failures. 
when they're still they're still doubling down mm-hmm. and you're just like okay like do you just want us to like do you want us to quit playing like what do you i don't <laughs> do you hate me like why, why you know are you speaking and French then and me? then i think when it ultimately like fully just falls out and the bottom is just gone is then when the developer is just constantly lamenting uh, not lamenting sorry uh lambasting the fan base yeah. For like you know, they're just like, oh well, you just bleh, you're you so you're so elitist. You looked at this yeah. talent, you figured out the best one, and you didn't even use the other one. It's like, dude, one talent lets me get extra cheese. The other talent lets me call down a meteor from the sky. I'm never picking cheese talent. <laughs> Why? Like would I? Yeah. You, <laughs> cheese does no damage. Meteor's like, pretty damaging. Yeah. So like, God, dude, I don't know. And so anyway, players are stupid. I think there are lots of we didn't spend as much time talking about it because it's less fun to praise than it is to bitch but like sure. there are plenty of instances of developers like ignoring things and doing things you know the right way um and i think uh, you know I, I i think you could look at you know we i don't think we have enough time to open up into a whole nother section but i think you could look at a lot of what smash ultimate has done mm-hmm. where people are like oh we really want wave dashing back or something i personally like i do miss wave dashing i think wave it has uses and I think it's cool, but I think the current ultimate dash system, I'm not saying it's like every perfect. bit as good as wave dashing and it's perfect. I don't think that, but I do think it ultimately accomplishes the same idea as wave dashing while being much more accessible without feeling shitty. But yeah, And that, that that's sense. a huge win in my opinion. I don't know that I think there's any way that wave dashing will ever be accessible. And so to me, that's almost a separate question. Like it's like that you start with the first question, which is like, how do we make movement fun, exciting, and not extremely hard to do? And if that was the question they were trying to answer and the community wanted wave dashing, I think they made the correct answer with the way the dash system is mm-hmm. in Smash Ultimate. I think there can be a separate question of should wave dashing be better than it is presently as well. But I think like compared to like melee or brawl dash dancing. Mm-hmm. It just feels so much more natural. I mean, I remember I remember picking up Smash Ultimate like day one and being like, this is the best feeling game I've ever mm-hmm. like played right away. Best feeling Smash or best feeling like... No, just period. Smash. I don't think I've ever picked up a game like I did when I first picked Smash Ultimate up and just been like, oh my God. Like everything, because I feel like there's always an awkward phase where you're where you're learning your footing where you're learning and, how to play and the game. yeah dude and smash ultimate just felt it, it had all the right combinations of like nostalgia and old feel with like oh here's a nude thing that behaves differently but but gosh the way that behaves sure is intuitive mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like it, it just does so i don't know i i guess at the end of the day it's like I'm, i know it's really hard to be a developer but like it oh, just yeah. it it feels like a lot of them just don't listen though, dude. At all, am I crazy? No, I I don't think you're crazy. I think I think that a lot of that has to do with like the mathematical factual process that a lot of this stuff goes through. Because when when you as a developer as a as a bright individual who developed this game that a lot of people care enough to be angry at you about, mm-hmm. uh, when you when you sat there and you you solved the equation, you solved for x, you you you, you didn't this anticipate a, a, a turtle. Equation. 
Yeah. Well, like you didn't, you didn't. I thought know. this was math. Why is there a turtle here? Yeah. What are they doing? You, you had no idea. And, and it's the age that we live in and it's the, the accessibility of information and it's Twitter and it's discord and it's all of these things that make it just so much easier to crack a game open. Oh yeah. Cause like you, you sat there and you, you, yeah, I've seen your math. I saw what you were thinking. I see the process that you used to get to the conclusion that you clearly made thinking that it was a good choice. But someone else did math better, faster, and stronger than you and did. And it's yeah. And it turns out you're offering them cheese. They don't have any. <laughs> they don't have any humble pie though, dude. That's the problem. You can't. you can't. Why? No. Why can't the developer have humble pie? Because you sat there and you made you put all of this effort into into coming up to this solution. But dude, it wasn't an opinion or an idea that you. That'd, that'd be like if fucking. Somebody told me, like, I mean, I could use, like, UFD. There have been times I mean, where I've like been like, no, fuck you, I won't do that. But there have been other times where people are like, what if you did blah? Wouldn't that be cool? Like, I don't know, uh, hitboxes being able to be turned off or and on versus just always being there or, like, dark mode or some, things like that. Mm. There's things that, like, and then there's other things people have asked me for. I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm not going to fucking do that. <laughs> like, but it, if there were, like, all these people in my community and they were all asking for me to make like please make dark make the mode. make the all the things that are yellow make them blue instead please because here's reasons like at the end of the day it's like you better have some like good reasoning mm -hmm. that isn't just like bitching about the fact that people want it to be blue and they should be thankful that that it's yellow like <sighs> yeah that i think that's the the gravest sin we pay for your shit are, bro are like committing yeah because like you if you it's one thing to say this is a stylistic choice that I made. It's another thing to say I disagree with the thing that you said. I, I understand your math, and I just don't. I don't want that to be the case. And it's yes. a third thing to say, "Fuck you, prick." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah. The the like weird entitlement of it is yeah. the the part that is the worst. And that's like going back to Blizzard and just shitting more in Blizzard is like when it was like a couple years ago when they fucking announced the fucking mobile Diablo game. <laughs> at blizzcon did you, you got phones like, don't yeah, you no, don't you guys have phones i don't understand why aren't you excited like holy shit like wow i've never i've never dude, been so angry at you. <laughs> i mean yeah like how are you that big of a douchebag how is that possible yeah it's pretty bad like how could you possibly not there's a different way to see say, no but even even yeah. even how, how could he not see the difference how did anyone in that room get disconnected enough to think that that was that that's the kind of developer fuckups I'm talking about. How was there ever a board meeting where people sat around a table and they're like, you know what? I think if we have no Diablo news whatsoever on the heels of Diablo three, the worst received game we've made probably ever. That is the most disappointing, horrible sequel to one of the best, most beloved games of all time. What if we don't announce anything about Diablo at all, other than the fact that we're making a mobile game at our big PC gaming thing of the year. Uh, well, I'm sure well, that'll sir, go they, over well. Everyone they do will be have excited. Phones, don't they? Yeah, sure. They have phones. Everybody loves phones. Great idea. Ship it. How? How the fuck was there not? I, I don't even mean one person in the room. How were there not ten people in the room going? Uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 no. I'm not trying to get shot. <laughs> how? Yeah. How? Like how fucking gone? Does the culture of a like develop of a developer's like office environment and their day to day, how removed does it have to be from reality to get to the point where they're like, "Hey guys, we know you hated Street Fighter Five, and so we're announcing Street Fighter Samsung Mobile Edition 
it's five, but on a phone. And you're going to love it. Like, or else. How? How? I just don't understand it. Ah, you got to, though. It, there's an easy, elegant solution to this, as there are all things. Their raison d'etre, you'll find, is the, the dollar sign. They said it, it'll literally print money, even if they're mad about it. Even if they hate you for it, it'll print money. And they were like, oh, word. I guess. Yeah. It just That's doesn't. It took. But the thing is that it doesn't print as much money as it used to. For the amount of for the for the cost of production, yeah, it does. I don't dude, think mo- it does. Mobile dude. games are, are oh, mobile. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, you're no, you're yeah, yeah. Okay, shit. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, I'm thinking about like you're right. I was thinking It'll about wow because like wow used money. to have so many more subscriptions. Yeah. There used to be like I don't know twelve million people subscribed for fifteen dollars a month. That's mm-hmm. insane. And now there's like probably five million or five guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. They got. I don't play wow. They got some burgers and shakes. <laughs> and, um. Yeah, there's probably like five million. Nobody knows. They quit. They quit giving they that info because <laughs> it's so bad. And it's just like, how do you not just just do what you did before? Just just be good. I don't know. Anyway, that, I'm spent on this topic. That was all my immediate thoughts. I don't know if you have any have, other ones have to you add. Told the the combo fiend story. You want to talk about oh. the the two faced duality of combo fiend because you've had a great story and I've got a an anger inside of me. Oh, I thought we were done, but you're right. Okay, hang on. We have to get a beer for this story. Oh, yeah? This is oh, going to be a long okay. one. Yeah, in one second. All right. Boom, boom. Hey. All right. We're going back into this. Oh, okay, kids. We are back. Uh, we are white Russianed up, and um, I thought we were done with this podcast, but we're not. This is bonus round. Okay. <laughs> Lightning round. <laughs> I got to tell you guys a lot about Combo Fiend. <laughs> I got to tell, okay, okay. tell you guys a lot of things. So, uh, okay, let me start with the fact that Combo Fiend uh, played Oni, Rosas. and I played Oni. Yeah, com- Peter Combo Fiend Rosas. And he was uh, like a top player, well-known, you know, California fucking whatever. Yeah, whatever Street Fighter person. I mean, he's good. He played at a, you know, national, world inter- international world, world level in multiple games. One of the most famous, renowned, decorated fighting game players of all time. Also a super nice, cool dude. Um, so I, when I was like at the height of my Street Fighter 4 oniness, I went to Evo. the most clout. Yeah, when I had the most clout. I like went to Evo. This is when I, um, uh, specifically like the Reddit clout was really high for me from like all the tutorials and streams and different things. Um, I had, I had a lot of internet clout for, uh, Street Fighter. So I met Combo Fiend at Evo. I went to like several Evos, probably like, I don't know, fuck, five or six or some shit uh, for Street Fighter 4. And I met him like at the first one. And I, okay, well, the first part of the story that's like super embarrassing and weird is I, okay, I went, I, I went and I talked to him and we talked about some things. And then I was like, dude, dude, can I like, can I just give you a hug? I just want to hug you. And it was really like, <laughs> it was really awkward in retrospect. I think more, I don't think it's as awkward as it probably sounds like it is now. Like he wasn't, he was like, sure, man, everything's good. Like he was, it wasn't like that weird, but like, I remember like looking back on it and I was like, I wish man, I, had I was like, I was like, well, I mean, I'm not above asking for a hug, but it was too soon. I needed like another interaction <laughs> with him. I needed to like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, we needed a bit or maybe like sure. a realer inner. Anyway, it was definitely a little, it wasn't like crazy bad, but it was definitely like a bit soon. It was a bit soon. You were fangirling. It's okay. I fangirled him pretty hard. I fangirled him pretty hard, dude. Same thing to Mike Ross, except I, I couldn't ask him for a hug because I was paralyzed with fear. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Kamafine, I met him. This is like one of the early, early Evos. Like this is my, maybe the first or second Evo I went to. 
And I met him and we chatted and I was like, yeah, he's cool. And so this is, I think, before, yeah, this was before he was, I think, working for Capcom. Yeah, because he didn't, if he was still competing, he wasn't working for Capcom. He had to retire. So they yeah, I think this was like the first, like, early, like, he was probably in talks or something at that time. So then, like, we, yeah, I forget what we chatted about. We talked about Oni and cool shit, and he was like, oh, here's some shit you can do. And I was like, oh, that's fucking sick. Like, you know, I play Oni. I fucking think he's, like, the coolest character ever. Like, fucking, you know, we, like, talked about some Oni stuff and whatever. It was fine. So then there was, like, next year, probably, where um, I I had gone back, and this is when he was working for Capcom. Mm -hmm. And I had seen him, and I was like, yo, Combo Fiend, what's up? Like, we talked, like, a little bit before, and he... And I was like, how are you doing? And he was like, oh, I know you. You're Metal Man Mike. And I was like, that's close enough. Um, <laughs> and he like remembered me because I had tweeted him like a couple times on like Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And I had done like a couple like Oni videos that were on like Shoryuken or things. So he like vaguely did remember me. And I was like, holy shit, I can't believe you remembered me. Like, yay. I'm, it's all your Again, once, once upon a time, yeah. I was relevant. You're a clapmeister. It, it's weird. Yeah, it's just weird how, how irrelevant we are these days. Um, but I was. Thank you for, for lumping me in there. Yeah, that well, I, you were you were never relevant. Yeah. Is that yeah? Yeah, no, you're no, not. No, 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 go back, go back. <laughs> would you would you have preferred? Yeah. <laughs> so so then I talked to him and and he and he was like, oh man, like we're working on. It was like when they were working on Ultra, okay. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me all this shit about because we were talking he downloaded about downloaded the Matrix and he was telling me all this screen, shit they were yeah. working on with like Oni and I was like I was like, dude, his fucking step kick whiffs. On fucking Elena and it whiffs and it fucking whiffs on like Relento. I made a whole tweet about it. Maybe you saw it. He's like, Oh yeah, we fixed that. I'm like, Oh my God. Yes. Like, thank God. Like he's, he's like, yeah, yeah. I fucking, he's like, I, I knew like whatever. And I'm like, okay, okay. Thank God. So like, so like they fixed like that. And then, uh, he was like, and I was like, Oh, what else have you done? Have you done this thing? Have you done this thing? And, and, um, and I was like, can I like tweet some of this? And he's like, Oh yeah, man, whatever. Like say some words. So I started doing this like, real news feed thing on my Twitter. And I got like, you live I went, your interview. I remember my, my ex was kind of like, I don't want to say pissed cause that's like misrepresenting it, but she was definitely a bit like annoyed and disappointed <laughs> with me because we usually in between all the street fighter stuff, we went yeah, out and like, out we got a bunch whatever, of food yeah. and drinks and like did shit. And I was just on my phone the entire time. I was really like, she'd be like, Oh yeah. So things about my mom and life and world and the work. No. And I'd be like, Oh my God, some fucking top player in Japan retweeted me. This has like 5,000 retweets. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Like it was just like, it wasn't even 5,000 because Twitter was like smaller than it was like fucking, fucking Only like three, 20 people, had. 300 or yeah. fucking a thousand or some shit. I don't even know. But like all this like street Fighter four news that well not even really news. It was like Oni changes and, that I was having. And so then that same year, um, I had, this is, this is, I had, I had talked to Kamofine about this and it had like, uh, sorry, I mixed up two parts. So I had had like some of the Oni stuff go like semi-viral. This is what happened. And so, and so then I had talked to him early and then later in the tournament, like the next day or the day after Capcom did a panel and I had already talked to him for like an hour and he was like, Oh yeah, we changed Oni's ultra input. He can FADC sure you can unblock. He was like telling me all this shit. And that's what I had been like tweeting about Oni. So then we go to the panel and like, I'm starting to get like this pickup of like tweets and things. And I, um, I started live tweeting, uh, the this, panel, the panel yeah. for the ultra changes and I don't want to brag. I've done some things in my life, but this is one other really cool thing that I've done that nobody fucking remembers or knows. But 
I was literally the number one source for all of that news. The day it happened. This is before, like they didn't live stream it. They had, they were not planning to upload it to their archive. So I recorded it on my phone. You can go to my YouTube channel. It's one of my like top, it's one of my like top 15 videos. It's got like a hundred thousand views or some shit. I don't remember. I don't, maybe it's less. I don't remember, but it's a lot. Um, but it's like Street Fighter 4 update panel. You can watch it. And I'm just fucking recording it on my shitty like fucking Nexus 5 cell phone or whatever the fuck it was. And it's like, and nobody knew, but this is like they announced Relento. They announced like, yes, this is why this is why I mix these up because this is a little before what I was just talking about. So, uh, I, sorry, I, I'm I'm mixing up my time frames. I apologize, but but I had talked to him before this about other things, um, and we had like somewhat of a rapport. So, so then they start doing this panel, and I'm like recording it, and like skip to the future spoilers ahead. But like, like I said, Event Hub, sure you can. Reddit, everybody like picked up that video. And then in addition to the video, after I recorded the initial intro where they talked about like where they first showed the video of the characters and that they were all coming out and did their presentation, they then went through like individual balance changes and I live tweeted those. So it was like Vega, Crouch, Light Punch, plus two more on block or whatever the fuck. And that's when it was like getting super picked up by like everybody like around the world. I was, dude, I was like the source for that. I don't know why now there's all these media outlets that cover it. But for some reason, nobody was doing it. I was, it was a room full of, it was a different time. It was, yeah, it was a different time, but it was a room full of like 150 people or however many they could fit in this room. And I was just, I guess either a, the only person who did it or b the person who did it best or c the only person who had internet to upload it because I had unlimited data on you my were phone. The only person with unlimited I, data, yeah. I don't know, but I was the only one who did it and it just went nuts. Okay. So then he knew after that, like kind of who I was because I had been tweeting that. So that's when I talked to him more about specifics was like after that about certain things. And he was like, yeah, I know you, you're Metal Man Mike. And I was like, yeah, that's close, but but whatever, that's fine. So then, okay, this is this is we're building up here. So then over over the next like year, um, because this is like the first year Ultra had come out, mm-hmm. over the next year or two years even, I would like kind of randomly talk I, I never like I wasn't like DMing him. We weren't like best buddies or anything like that. I'm not yeah, like, you guys got matching tattoos. No, tattoos. I'm not trying to be weird. Like he didn't like I was not personal friends Those with Combo Fiend or anything like that. But he like kind of knew who I was and every once in a while if he was somewhere on a Twitter thing or something I could like say a thing and he might like he would like respond or like it or retweet it or whatever the fuck and like we had like a little back and forth and I, I don't think I was too weird other than hugging him the one time. I don't think I was too weird. Hug. Yeah, I don't think I was too weird other British than that. Like we had like kind of like he kind of knew. And so so they had done like other updates and I saw him again like another year and there was a point where like he was this is when he was much more known after ultra released. He was very he was, I mean, he was already a top player and popular, but he was like known by everybody as like the guy who rebalanced Ultra and did Ultra yeah. so well and made the balance of Ultra so good. And I remember I asked him like some questions at the panel where you wait in line and I asked him like three years in a row I was in line asking him questions. And like one of the questions was about like offensive, defensive balance in Ultra versus Super and like how they balance it out. And he gave this answer to me and I, I gave him like this question. He gave me this answer that was like, it was about like, you know, how like they basically did want the defensive characters to be a little bit worse than the offensive characters because like ideally if the defensive characters are just better, then it's just like pure turtling and that's less fun to watch. But if the defensive characters are just a little bit worse than the offensive characters, like not have to try. Then they've got to try. And if they're better, they're still gonna outplay them and win. But like the game's a little more interesting to watch for everybody. There's more happening. But they were like very explicit. They were like, but we don't want defense to be bad. Like that's hype. Sure. They're like lame is hype, you know? Mm. That reminds me when they were talking about things they were changing at one point, at one point I was like, whatever you do, just please, if you give Oni FADC on block, I was like, I was like, come on, 
and, and he goes, we are, we're giving him that. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. First of all, A, B, please don't nerf the chip damage on EX for you. And he's like, he's like, oh, absolutely not. That shit is hype. And I was like, fuck yes. Like, thank you. So like, again, we had like similar thoughts. Okay. So, so, so that's kind of like it. So where I'm going with this is I gave him that long, I gave him that question and he answered about like the offense defense and that got put again on like, it was in like article things where like um, my girlfriend recorded that uh, sequence of like me and a couple other people asking questions and we uploaded that and that got passed around on the newsfeed. So now that you have all the context, uh, Street Fighter Five comes out and oh, no, sorry, there's one more thing. There's one more thing. There's one more thing. Combo Fiend was on the excellent adventures of oh, Gutex Mike and Mike Ross yeah. and they were doing online battles. And I joined the lobby <laughs> and he's on it and Kamavine and Kamavine wasn't up and he was like, Oh, let me go next. I know this dude. <laughs> so he, so it's Mono music man. Oh four. Right. And, and he's like, and he's like, he's like, this dude plays Oni. And he's like, you know, Oni did him. He's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking Oni did him. So we do this Oni ditto and it's just first to one or whatever it is. And I, it was like one, one and I fucking, I, okay. I just want to let it be known that a, I did, I did the online things. I did well. Okay. I beat him like a good real round with like, you know, stuff. And then I feel like I had a good chance to beat him the last round and he fucking hit me with the fucking bullshit. (laughs) Hail Mary EX overhead stomp. (laughs) That's punishable on block that I had enough health to block. And if I had blocked, it would have punished him and killed him. And he did EX, EX, EX overhead stomp and killed me. So, so anyway, so that was fun as fuck. And we, and anyway, so that was cool. That was another fun thing. But so fast forward, Street Fighter five comes out and he's talking to me about Street Fighter five, like at one of them. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is cool. Whatever. Like I'm at an Evo again. I'm like tweeting things. It wasn't like as popular, but like, um, I had like, cause he would, again, he would go through panels and I would find him and I would like wait in line and he would be like, okay, you're like patient and I know you. And he would like sidebar me after, which to me, I'm like, is even better. Like yeah, I'd yeah. way rather fucking sidebar you after the fucking event. So, and I talked to Matt Dahlgren quite a bit too. And, um, oh God, God, I forgot. So this is, this is just good context. It's not really related, but it's good. It happened at the same time. Matt Dahlgren is the guy who, if you remember, he had like spiky blonde hair. Um, and he was like the guy who was very big early in street fighter and was like the big community face of like cross Tekken. You don't remember him at all. No. He is the reason, um, cross assault existed. The TV show. Oh, okay. Do you remember that? I remember the TV show. I don't remember him. Okay. Okay. So he, you would probably know him if you saw him. Cause he was like, he was on the mic every episode talking about introducing things. Cool story. Matt Dahlgren is Matt DZ from the smash community. Oh, right, right, right. Matt DZ hosted the first smash fest tournaments that like ever existed mm-hmm. matt deasy is like responsible for like the whole east coast melee scene matt deasy coined the term sex kick wow that and that's that's one that's in the the common like, vernacular and i did not know he was a smasher i talked to him for like an hour him and Kamafine this year it, this was the year Cross Tekken came out. This is, yeah, so this is before, this, five, this is before yeah. five. It's like the year before five or some shit. Um, I talked to him and Kyle for like an hour after a panel. And Matt DZ, I talked to him this whole time. I'm a smasher. I had no idea he was a smasher. So just let it, let it be known that we exist. We few 
fighting game and smash people by game and and when i talked yeah and when i do buy game buy gamers what i talked to matt dz about that i will never forget is i remember talking to him about cross tekken this was after sorry no it wasn't when it came out it was after it was right when it died because they released ultra after cross tekken yeah 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 yeah. so i talked to him about cross tekken because i was like dude cross tekken what a fucking great game and he's like i know it was like the best thing i ever did in my entire career I yeah, was proud of everything. <laughs> and then he was like, and then it was also the worst thing I've ever done. And everyone hated <laughs> yeah. it. And I'll never live it down. And he was like, I hate so it was so humanizing. <laughs> he was like, I hate so much. Like, and he was like trying to laugh it off. But I could like <laughs> I'm see, in pain. Dude. And I was and I literally was like, I literally was like, dude, I think I forget what I said exactly, but I was like, dude, I get it. Dude, that game. Need a hug? That game was cool as fuck. Like, good <laughs> job. The gems were shit. Everybody knows it. But like, honestly, every other part of it was. And he's like, dude, cross assault. And I was building esports. No. And it was a whole thing. No. I think he was until RS. No, he was. Did yeah, RS yeah. things. And, and then and then there was the sexual yeah. harassment. But um. Yeah. But anyway, happy times. Um. So <laughs> so fucking fucking uh yeah. So that all was a thing. That was a crazy sidebar. So, yeah, he's a smasher. So wild. So anyway. Fast forward to a Street Fighter V panel. And it's the first Street Fighter V panel. I talk to him. We hang out. And we talk about things. And I'm like excited for Street Fighter V. It's great. Okay. We go back. Or was it the first year? Maybe it was another. I think it was during Beta 1. And then it was like, yeah. It was like, one was like during oh, Beta yeah. when the yeah. Beta had been out or something. My t- timelines are a little fuzzy. The, gi- the gist of this is accurate. But at any point, at any rate, at some point, I go back to Evo again. And Street Fighter V is bad. Everybody hate five. Five bad, bad game. And I went up in the line and I tried, I was like, I was like, I'm going to be respectful. I'm not going to hate him. And I know he had seen my tweets because I know he'd seen it before. <laughs> and I had been tweeting some shit that was just like, why? Why is this, you know, the fucking. Why did you ruin the game? The air flip reset, uh, awarding the person who got hit with a media advantage over the person who hit them with the air to air. All that shit. I was just like, this is so stupid. Like tweeting about it. I know he had seen it. He probably was like, ah, fuck you, Metal That's Man, you, Mike. Yeah. Fuck you, Metal Man, Metal Mike. Man, I don't know. Um, and so I was like, I'm not going to be a dick. I don't want to be a dick. But like, I'm just going to ask him. Like, I'm like, what's like, what is the best question I can ask him that lets him answer it how he wants to answer, but still lets me kind of like try and get him to like the point that I, you know, that I want, or lets me try and get what I want to hear out of him. And um, and he was like, I asked him. I was like, are you guys happy with? Like, I was like, I've talked to you before about the balance. Mm-hmm. of like offense and defense because <laughs> i had talked to him about that specifically sure. and he had had a good answer for it for four and i was like i was like are you happy with that are you happy with like anti-airs versus combos versus you, are? you know like how do you feel about it are and living a good and life? he was basically like and i don't know i can't tell how much of it is what he actually thought versus how much of it is that he wasn't as involved and he had to sell the corporate soup I yeah, I have to imagine a lot. Some of it is some of it is him covering his ass because he did quit pretty soon after that. A lot of Capcom people did. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. I, I don't actually know. I have no idea. But he gave me just this just this disappointing like, oh yeah, you know, we're just we're happy with this blah <laughs> and like it's uh, and I was just like, <laughs> and I didn't push it. I, I this is I think I I think in retrospect I played it pretty well. But I was just like, thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> and like we didn't really talk after that oh, what? one he didn't pull you aside he wasn't really... like hey man i'm so happy to see you thank yeah. you for your thought-provoking questions it, yeah. yeah and like and i was just like dude this game. and that was always like the most depressing thing about five is like the the 
Yeah, it's an overused term at this point, but the, the gaslighting nature of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you. What do you mean? This game isn't. You love this game. You this love is, Street Fighter. It's you not how, how you're. It is. Those things aren't a thing. They come down to the last. And, and that was just so depressing to yeah. like see someone who had had all these, all these fantastic. God, this is a perfect topic for this. Thank you for bringing it up because this very much is. Yeah, it's the whole thing. developer yeah. player relations. We had had this. Oh God, yeah, and like the the, the sort of betrayal you, of it. Do you remember uh, his response about uh, Marvel Infinite? Everyone was real <laughs> bummed about. <laughs> yeah, okay. So Marvel Three. Not as well as you, but yeah, I do not. I, I played that. Magneto and X twenty three and Iron Man, and Iron Man made the cut because there was uh, it, for the next game Marvel Infinite. Uh, there was some uh, issues. They they wanted to use the game essentially to pimp out the characters that were going to show up in the Marvel Cin- uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, which makes sense. And Marvel did not have the movie rights for the X Men. Still, I understand it's not their fault that they couldn't put Magneto in the game. And there's so many ways that you could say I'm not going to put Magneto in the game because I'm not allowed to. But what came out of Combo Fiend's mouth instead was <laughs> that Magneto is just like a function, man. No one, no one. Is like it doesn't matter who he is or what he is. It's just kind of like what he does. People just want that that tridash Magneto function, and that function exists in Marvel Infinite. Nova's got a tridash. Yeah, he's he's the Magneto function of the game, and everyone was really pissed because Magneto in Marvel Three and Marvel Two is his own character. Almost yep. like separate and unique from the 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 comics. And what, what you just said is exactly how I feel about Smash characters. Uh, like when people are like, "Oh, Ganon or whatever," I yeah. feel the same way. Like I am attached to the character. I want to play Magneto in the game as <laughs> yeah. they are, not not Ganon from Legend of Zelda. Ganon sure, in sure, Smash. Sure. Yeah, so that's a real thing. I will. I will actually. Don't jump across the table and kill me. Uh, I will back him up a smidge not. though, because I do think that is actually objectively true. But the difference is you don't say it out loud. Well, <laughs> you can, but. Not you, like that. <laughs> you, you, right. That's yes. That's yeah. where I agree with you. It's like you can, like if he had just prefaced it with like, we, we can't just, put him in the just, game, we but can't we put tried him, to put we, the we essence we can't, in Magneto. Yeah, we in can't put him in the game. I agree. I would have loved yeah. to see Magneto in the game, but we think that if you like Magneto, you'll like, you'll like these Nova. characters yeah. because they have kind of a similar function. Would have been perfect. But just being <laughs> like, you don't need Magneto. Look, I know that you. is horseshit. <laughs> I know what you want, and what you want isn't Magneto. Yeah, you yeah. want the Magneto. That is that is Stop a, fucking a gaslighting textbook combo example <laughs> example of like how what you're saying ends up mattering like more. Yeah, yeah because because people do want Magneto at the I end do. of the day. If you tell me I can't have Ganondorf, that's okay. But like, but like, don't tell me I don't want Ganondorf, and <laughs> you I don't never want Ganondorf. You want big forward smash sword button. Yeah, exa- Ike is in this game. The the Ganondorf function exactly. exists in Ike. So it's like it was almost close, but like so that's I don't know, and it's so hard to know. Like I don't ever I I mean Kamofine was always a cool dude. You know he never did anything horrible. He just gaslighted me about Street Fighter Five like <laughs> everyone at, like everyone at Capcom did. Like it's not many, just him. It's not special. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I don't think the influencers got enough shit about Street Fighter Five. Oh, you mean fucking uh, Filipino Champ and uh, no, and Filipino Champ always shit on it. Good on him. Uh, he uh, okay. I, this is some carryover from Marvel Infinite when he did his freak out when they announced Jetta. Still mad at him about oh, the well. resetting my controls. So this, this is just yeah. a lot of this is a lot of mixed well, and that's separate. Shit. I mean, him being a douche is one thing, but like I remember, like yeah, it was like Justin Wong, Alex Valle, all these people were like, yeah, oh man, Valle. great thing. And then, like, yeah, I went That's to I fucking about. Combo Breaker or Evo or wherever and, like, walked around and they were all just, like, pissed and shitting on it. Evo, yeah. In real life? Yeah, yeah it was Evo, game you're right. Yeah, fucking sucks. It was well, that you, Evo you where I asked Combo, combo or Yeah. Combo Breaker yet. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, pneumonia. Well, um, so yeah, it's just like the, the gaslighting of it was so bad, but it's like when the developer is doing that, I mean, it, it's bad when anybody does it, but the problem is like, as soon as the developer does that, and then it becomes clear that that's what the developer is doing. That's what they were thinking. The, yeah. the erosion of trust between the developer and the community is like almost irreparable at that point, because how do we ever, like, it's going to take a long, I mean, it's like anything else. It's like if you fucking fuck somebody's grandma and then you like, yeah, okay, you'll stay together, but gonna there's going to be like a weird year where all I can think about every time I fuck you is your grandma's sweet ass. You know what I mean? Like that's a very relatable thing you've said. Yes. I understand <laughs> implicitly the words that you're saying. If so I had like, a nickel, <laughs> so, but that's hard. Like that's, it's hard to build that back. I, I think that even circles back on on the nature of the sin of your friend from the forum who who spoke French to condescend. It's not so much the fact that he was disagreeing with them, and it's not even the fact that he was being so arrogant about it. It was the erosion of trust from the clear lack of uh, respect. Yep. Yeah, he didn't respect them enough not to talk French and sound highfalutin full of his own uh, shit. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 you need that. It, that. I think that's the takeaway for for this whole I mean, thing. Yeah, you need the dialogue you because, like, dialogue at, at some point you're gonna you're gonna need that feedback. Like, you could be an ace developer and hitting fucking yep. home runs all the fucking time, but eventually you're gonna fuck up and you're gonna need some feedback. And it's like, I don't think you. I don't think you should suck your fans' dicks. I'm not saying that, but like, you should at least consider. Like what they're saying, and if you arrive at a different conclusion, you should probably just give them like a write up about it at least. Like, tell them you arrived at a different conclusion, and here's why. Yeah, Yeah. like in a write up, for instance. No, no, no. I mean, like, you don't have to write an essay. You can just tell them I I don't agree with you. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I don't know, man. It it's hard. I think developers are like super strapped right now because. Well, at least Blizzard especially, but I mean, honestly, Capcom's probably the same. They seem to have always been the same, where they just, they do this, like, weird shoestring budget. It's like how all of the models in Street Fighter V are made by a different fucking person. They're all outsourced because they don't have enough money. And it's like, I know that makes your job harder, but, like, maybe don't assume you have made the most perfect thing of all time if the thing you made is Street Fighter V. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Like, if if the thing you made is Diablo 2... Then fucking you, you flate yourself all day. Yourself don't leave off. don't yeah. leave the house. Just suck your dick all day. But like if the thing you made is Diablo 3, maybe shut the fuck up or at least listen <laughs> before you talk again. Like yeah, like and, and like you know, you don't I I have a hard time maybe maybe that's part of it. I have a hard time though believing anybody could be delusional enough to make Diablo 3 and be like I don't understand why why the masses don't like it? Yeah, why they, don't, the, why they just you know what? It's 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 all these these just these douches in the masses. They're convincing everyone. Yeah, this game yeah, is no the different. There are no differences between Diablo three and Diablo two, other than that people are douchebags and choose not to like it. Like that is so far up your own ass. Yeah, I yeah. <sighs> all right. Anyway, that was an extra bit Lex pulled us into. I don't Sorry. regret anything. <laughs> Don't apologize. I, I take it back. I'm not sorry. This is not the apology video. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Jesus. But uh, this has been a podcast, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. I've been Miller Music Man. And I've been Professor Lex. And we will see you. Bye. Bye.